I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. I was, I don't know what that was. Hi, welcome to Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. Hi, I'm Rachel. If you're watching this, I apologize. I should have cleaned the couch behind me, but this is the way Blaze likes it, with the pillows askew. If you're listening and not watching, the background is a beautiful place. It's the most eloquent and aesthetically pleasing thing you could ever imagine. When you think of me, I want you to think I have my life together, that I'm not a giant chaotic mess, that I prioritize the things that you think I should prioritize. It's not overwhelming being me or being in my space. It's quite comforting and relaxing. Now, Let's get into it. Right as I started this, no one has been texting me. No one has texted me all day. I've been chilling. Right when I started this, my friends started texting and I don't, okay, uh, I can respond to that later. Hi, how's everybody doing? I can't hear you, but you can answer if you want. If this is like your moment for therapy, if you're like, well, really. Also, I just realized my camera is askew there. Yeah, it's better. Uh, if it's, I'm so distracted. 
I've been, this is like the last thing on my to-do list today is to record this. And I've been wanting to do it. I'm happy to be here. I wanted to do this episode for, for about a week now, but it's the end of the day. So my brain juices are not firing as quickly as they should be, but I've got lots of energy because I've had three cups of coffee. I actually have a bunch of things I want to be doing right now. That's how, but, so that's why my brain is all scattered. I need more time in the day and maybe two more cups of coffee. I'm going to take a moment. Here I am. Take a moment with me. Ready? Breathe in and breathe out. Okay. Let's begin today's episode. Hey, I asked Instagram about a week ago, what's the biggest scam that we've all just gotten comfortable with that we are just totally fine with? We think it's normal. We don't even think about it anymore. Besides, you know, our government and healthcare in America here and the education system, because those are big ones that people are, you know, we're realizing are a scam. And, you know, people are getting up in arms about it. Also, people are realizing as a scam now, uh, you know, the pink tax, that women are getting taxed more, that women get paid less for the same stuff, even if we're more qualified than a male counterpart. You know, a bunch of people were saying these things. We're like, yeah, these are, these are normalized, but we're fighting them now. I want to know what people are realizing are scams that like the world hasn't realized is a scam. There's a lot of stuff that we realize are a scam and we're fighting to fix it, but people don't want us to fix it because it's a scam because it's helping them, right? So people said like pyramid schemes. Well, those are illegal. We know those are a scam. We're aware. And people said multi-level marketing schemes. Those ones, it actually shocks me how many people are unaware that those are scams. That's just pyramid schemes rebranded. And people aren't, I don't understand how people aren't realizing this. People that are in multi-level marketing schemes, I, I'm scared that you are the people that are usually reproducing the most. <laughs> you, like, how can you be a part of that and be like, yeah, this is good. This makes sense. This isn't making me thousands of dollars in debt. What? Anyway, so I wanted to get down to the funny or just the so schemey, scammy ones that people haven't even started realizing yet. Because there's a lot of scams in this world that we realize are scams. And we're trying to fix it. Like I said before, we're trying to fix it. It's just taking a while. So the scams are still in place, right? But what are the ones that no one has even really registered in their brains? So like the first two, the people are immediately saying feminine hygiene products not being free, girl tax, pink tax, you know, that whole business. And then people are starting to like say some more niche ones. Making people believe that addiction is a choice and not a disease. I think that is created by companies that want to sell you the addicting thing, i.e. alcohol, prescription drugs, cigarettes, vapes. Those companies want to keep up the stigma that addiction is a choice and not a disease because if it's a disease, then their product is causing the disease. So they want to keep it going that it's it's a choice. It's, it's not a choice. I am not addicted to alcohol. I can very, I don't crave it. I'll drink it at the party scene. That's what's happening. It's easier to like be with drunk people if you two are drunk. <laughs> and it is fun. I'm in no way addicted. 
I don't crave it. I can go very long periods without drinking it. I can just have one glass and be done. I can have two glasses and be done. While I'm drinking it, I'll stop myself because I don't want to get hungover. I don't really have a problem with it. I, I can see people that I know that are addicted and they don't know how to function without it. And it's the thing they always go to. It's like, oh yeah, when are we stopping to get drinks? When are we going to go get some shooters? So before we go to this thing, I'm like, what are you doing? We're going to the movies. Why do we have to be drunk to go to the movies? And it's not their choice. It's just the way their brain is wired. It's their choice to fight it. That's up to them if they want to fight it, but that's usually way easier said than done. Um, But yeah, we're starting off on a really sad one, but addiction is very much a disease. Uh, and it's going to not be treated like that because it's making people money. Gambling, that is a huge addiction thing. I could be addicted to gambling if I wasn't so stubborn. If it was more prevalent in my life, I could see myself getting very addicted to it, which is why I step away from it. But I could see it happening, and that is very much a disease. It's like this itch that people just need to scratch. and. It's just never going to change. It's never going to change. All right, moving on to things. A huge scam is that 20s are the best years of your life. Yeah, I don't believe that either. I do not believe that. You're not fully developed. You don't have all the smarts. Usually you're not rolling in the dough. Your body bounces back like no other. But I feel like I've been enjoying my 30s more. My body's been breaking down a little bit more than I would like it to. But I think my late 20s and early 30s, way better than my early 20s, I'll tell you that much. I feel like I'm smarter. I understand things more. I have a more stable life, a more stable income. Um, I don't know why they're telling everyone your 20s are the best. Maybe that's just when a lot of people end up peaking, so they think that that's the best. or Is it by the time you're 30, you've already made all your big life choices that you end up regretting because you're constantly changing who you are? I've said this before. I'll say it again. I think women go through their midlife crisis at the end of your 20s, beginning of your 30s, and men do it at the end of their 30s, beginning of their 40s. But everyone makes, because society has told us that you have to make these huge life decisions when you're still developing in your early 20s. They said, like, go to college, figure out the career you're going to have for the rest of your life find someone to marry and have babies all before you're 30. And then you get to your thirties and you kind of figure out who you actually are, but you're stuck with all these decisions, these big life decisions you've already made in your early twenties that you start freaking. You're like, well, uh, that was the time there. My twenties was the time I should have been living in the best times of my life. Cause I didn't have all these big decisions already made. Hold off on making big decisions. <laughs> I mean, do what's right for you. But I think maybe that's why people think that your 20s is the best because by the time you're 30, you've made decisions that you think you're stuck with for the rest of your life. Children, you're, you're stuck with those. Sorry, you can't change that one. Whoopsie. But yeah, maybe that's why people think it's the best. I don't think it is. I'm, I'm only three years into my 30s. And these ones are pretty much the best ones so far. So we'll see. Uh, someone said the biggest scheme is alcohol, huge industry, but kills 140,000 plus people per year, more than opioids. Yeah. I don't understand how alcohol is legal when drugs are illegal. I've never understood that. Uh, 
mushrooms and weed, while I don't partake, I think are way healthier and not healthier. I think they're a bagillion times not as bad as alcohol. Alcohol is poison. You're poisoning your body when you drink alcohol. And people think it's just, it's been so normalized that people think that that's normal. It's not normal. And it's crazy to me that natural drugs like weed and mushrooms, those ones aren't nearly as bad as alcohol. And, but the government is like, those ones are terrible. That's terrible. They're like, weed's a gateway drug. Okay. That was a Republican narrative they made years and years ago. How is alcohol not? How is alcohol not a gateway drug? They've marketed it. Really, it's just, it's super taxable. You can tax people for it like crazy. And you can create a sophisticated environment around it, like wine tours and beer flights and whiskey on the rocks. It's just like all these, like, oh, you have a scotch at fancy dinner. They've created a marketing scheme that makes it seem like it's this great, sophisticated adult thing you're supposed to have in your life. And drugs are these dirty thing that will, that's illegal and it's for the riffraff. It is uh, definitely a scam. I will 100% agree with you on that. A lot of people, a lot of people, we're going on to the next one, were very mad at chip bags being mostly air. <laughs> I will say there does need to be a little air in those chip bags so that the chips don't get crunched and turn into little, little chippies. Okay. That's why Pringles created a cute little can thing because, and it's hard and there's no extra air in there. Right. Chip bags. I think, I think a, a foil plastic bag was not their smartest move packaging wise because now it is mostly air but they do that so it doesn't get squished. I agree. It's dumb. I think we'd save a lot of space in the world if we didn't have the air in that. If we didn't, if we, if we cream, what, came up with a new way to package chips, I think that would be better. But yeah, there are some bags you open and there's like three chips in it. And that is a little ridiculous to me. But a lot of people were very upset by that. Uh, someone said... One of the biggest scams is making food for two hours just to eat it in 10 minutes. Thank you. I hate cooking. There are some people that love cooking. So the process is actually really fun for them. It's like making a craft. I think that's the only thing I can really relate it to where they're like, oh, I'm concocting something. For me though, like when I build something, I'm building it out of nothing. It takes a really long time, but then I have that thing. I own that thing. And that thing's always in my life. A meal? Oh my God, you literally just scarf it down. Thanksgiving, Christmas dinner, holiday meals. It is insane to me how so much time and effort and prep and cooking goes into that. And then it's just done super, super quick. That is why I love leftovers. I'm going to say, if you're going to make a meal, make it big and then have leftovers. When Abby makes meals, she's like, oh, that's just like, she's like, I'll just cut the recipe in half. I'm like, no, you make that whole thing. Because you're going to put some effort into it because she would, regardless, like she's just going, she's going to put effort into this dinner. So make it so I can enjoy it more often, that we can enjoy it more often. We'll have more of it. Always have leftovers because it's the only thing that makes it make sense. And I think that's why it's such a, a fad to do ZocDoc. ZocDoc is our sponsor for today. 
If you've lived life at all, you know that sometimes you just have to compromise, especially when you're dealing with finances or other people in your life. It's just inevitable. But when it comes to your health, there should be no compromising. So don't go to those doctors that don't listen to you or take slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book appointments with doctors who you feel comfortable with that listen to you and prioritize your health. You can search by location, availability, and insurance. There is no compromising with ZocDoc. You have more options than you're even aware of. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. If you want to try it out, I highly suggest it. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Rachel and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com slash Rachel. ZocDoc.com slash Rachel. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. You know, one pot recipes, one pan sheet recipes where you just throw everything in and cook it as quick as you possibly can. Because really, I, when I have to fend for myself, when Abby's out of town or getting organs taken out and I have to make my own meals, I make the fastest, cheapest most bland meals in the world because I just don't have time to cook. I'm like, I don't have time to sit there for an hour or two making some ridiculous meal. While, yes, I know it's going to take delicious. I just don't, I, I'm working. I have animals to tend to. I have a house to keep up. Um, I'm not saying like, oh, woe is me. I'm just saying like, that is, I think is a scam. We need more recipes that are quicker. I think 30 minutes, 30 minutes of actual work is more than enough. Anything more than that is just extreme to me. That just doesn't need to happen. Uh, Abby loves it, though. She loves cooking. She likes spending, like, that's her hobby. It makes sense because it's her hobby. But for those who aren't a hobby, it is a scam. It is. Because Abby will spend so long making a delicious, amazing meal. And don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining that she does this. I think it's lovely. I am obsessed with her cooking, and I'm so thankful she's someone that enjoys it, and it's a hobby for her. But if it wasn't a hobby, uh uh-uh. No, thank you. But there have been times where she has cooked for like two, three hours and she was prepping before that. And then we'll sit down and I'm so excited to eat with her and it's amazing. And then within five minutes, I'm just doing all the dishes. And I'm like, that felt sad. It's so like anticlimactic, I think is the issue with it. Yeah. A lot of people, I'm reading, a lot of people were mad that about women's clothing particularly the pockets. They say it's a huge scam that we don't have pockets. I also think that. 
I also think that, but I feel like people are aware of that. That's not a scam that people are getting away with. We're all aware of it. Also, but there were some, I'm sorry. I went through a lot of, I went through every single one of these answers and there was like a thousand. Um, a lot of people were wrong. <laughs> people were saying Costco memberships are a scam. So sometimes stores like have memberships where you have like Sam's Club and Costco. Um, you pay that and that make, keeps it so that their name brand stuff is cheaper. It's There's actually a lot that goes into it. A lot of people were saying taxes are a scam. While there is some stuff that's scammy in there, taxes as a whole aren't a scam. It's what pays for the, I don't want to sound like that. There's a lot, it's a lot of it's wrong. Um, there's a lot that's not right with it, especially it's, there's a lot that's not right with it, but you can't take away taxes because taxes are what pay, pays for your public school systems while it is not being handled correctly. But the public school systems, the public street construction, like the road paving the roads it pays for our fire department it pays for well like we do need to have some military presence i don't think it needs to be the extreme that it is or they don't need to be doing all the things that they're doing but that we do need to have some sort taxes do go towards things in the community and our country that we i sound so republican i like I hate that I'm trying, like, it sounds like I'm trying to defend a terrible system. <laughs> I realize the system is broken and I would love to fix the system, but we do need to pay taxes in order to have any sort of system. I'd love if the system were fixed and if it functioned differently and we allocated our taxes differently, but that's, that's not what we're talking about right now. <laughs> what we're talking about. I was going to stop talking. Um, people are saying a lot of people were upset about water, how that should be free or cheaper. I agree. I think that we need to have more public delicious drinking fountains. I think our water, like our public water should be better. That just comes out the faucet. But again, then we'd have to pay more for taxes. <laughs> it all comes back around somehow. Oh, someone, someone brought this up and yes, I fully, fully agree. A big scam is when foods are labeled natural or clean and words such as that, those don't mean anything. Uh, I think organic does. I think organic usually means without chemicals or whatever, but there's no such thing as clean food or clean eating. That was just a diet gimmick that took off. Yeah, and natural can mean whatever people want it to mean. There's no FDA requirement for something to be called natural or clean. What is clean? What is clean eating? There is no actual definition, so it, it, it's, it's a diet fad. And someone brought up diet cultures is a huge scam. It is. Fad diets, they said this, fad, fad diets and diet culture. Yes, that is a huge thing that I have been screaming from the fucking rooftops. Fad diets are never going to work. If they did, they wouldn't be a fad and they would stick around. <laughs> the best thing you can do is just eat 
what your body wants you to eat and then move your body. Just move it. Like that's literally all. Just move your body. And depending on your goals, like if you want to have shredded arms, do some arm workouts. If you want some bulky legs, do some squats. If you want to be really thin with no muscle, do a lot of cardio. Dieting is promising you a shortcut that doesn't actually work. You'll always drop a little bit of weight at first, but it's not something you can consistently keep up. You just have to change your lifestyle if that's what you want. If you want to truly, like you think something's wrong with your body, you're eating it, you're just super uneducated, you can't, nothing's working, you, you just don't know where to turn, go to a registered dietitian that isn't trying to promote a diet fad and not a, nutri- a nutritionist. That is just a self-proclaimed thing. Registered dietitians are people that actually go to school and get a master's in this and have to go through like clinicals and stuff like doctors do and do just crazy stuff to be educated in this. And there's one for, there's like my best friend. The the reason I know so much about this is I'm very lucky that my best friend is a registered dietitian that specializes in eating disorders within people with diabetes. Like that's how specific they get about stuff. And fad shit doesn't work ever. Like, oh, if I just drink three kale smoothies a day, I'll be great. What? (laughs) But diet culture, that has been around for years before we were born and our moms had to deal with it. And it's always targeted towards women. It's never gonna work. I'll get off my soapbox, but it is a huge scam. A lot of people said social media and influencers. I agree as an influencer. (laughs) Uh, No. I will agree that there are really some really, really shitty ones out there selling you some bogus shit. And I do believe that social media is a huge scam in that no one's life is ever that perfect. Uh, people only post the positive because why would you post the negative? If you post the negative, you just seem weird, right? Which creates people putting other people on these pedestals and then creating a false image of who that human is or the person posting is creating a false image of who they are. And then, you know, eventually people get knocked off their pedestals and people are so taken aback by it. And it, the whole thing is just, it's just kind of fucked. Um, I believe that there are really great ones out there who are just trying to create good content, content to make people laugh. And that's awesome. Uh, the ones that are promoting bullshit can go fuck themselves. But it is really hard to decipher between that. Uh, there are very few ones I actually think are decent people, like behind the scenes. But then again, it's like, well, I think the majority of the world is shit. But these people, these people are just creating good content. It is a huge, it can be, it can be a huge scam. There are some really fucking great people out there that are just putting out good content, genuine content, you know, stuff that's actually helping people, whether it's just making them laugh or they're, you know, putting out organization stuff or tips and tricks on life or whatever. It is a whole fucked up world. Uh, I'm not going to say all social media is a scam and I'm not going to say all influencers are scam, but a lot of it is. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh, this is a huge scam. This is a big one. That you should smell like flowers down there. And if you don't, you're gross. This is a huge fucking thing. That's, that's an issue. Women are told they can't have any smell in 
their vagina region and their private parts because, you know, otherwise that's gross. And I'm sorry. If you've had a day, you're going to smell like you've had a day. That's just it. Now, there is a line. Like, if you are fresh out the shower, you have cleaned yourself, you've scrubbed the bits, you've gotten the creases and the cracks, you've moved. If you've got flaps, you've moved them flaps around and cleaned every bit. You're good. You step out of the the shower and you still smell a strong, fishy odor. It could be that you have something called BV, um, bacterial vaginosis, which happens to women. It can happen after a yeast infection and treating it. If you treat a yeast infection with monostat, you can actually end up getting BV, which it just happens. All you have to do is go to your gynecologist, go to Planned Parenthood, go to a doctor, and then give you a prescription of antibiotics. You take your antibiotics, it goes away. Now, that is, there's a fine line. If you've had a day, if you, if you showered in the morning or showered at night, you know, in the night, whatever, and then you've gone and you've worked out, or, you, or you've gotten nervous. If you've been moving around, doing stuff, and then at the end of the day, you're like, I don't smell fresh. You're fine. That is normal. Just like your pits, just like any part of your body. If you've had a day, it's going to smell like a day. And that's normal. But if you are fresh to death, if you have showered and pampered, and you still have a strong fishy odor, like if you're just sitting, like you took a shower a little bit ago, you're just sitting on the couch, nothing's happened and you can smell a strong fishy odor, don't be ashamed. That's fine. You just might have bacterial vaginosis. Just go get an antibiotic from your doctor, and that'll go away. That doesn't mean that your vagina should always smell like flowers and roses and sunshine and gloriousness, but a lot of girls don't know about BV. It's a very normal thing, and it is hard when your friend, if your friend has it, like you don't know quite know how to tell them, maybe just start talking about bacterial vaginosis around them, um, but it's no reason to shame anybody. But yeah, it is a scam that like they create these douches and these vaginal soaps and washes. And it's either you're teaching girls, they should always smell, smell like rainbows and butterflies, which is wrong. They shouldn't. But it's also if a girl actually has bacterial vaginosis, it's making her not actually get it treated. It is, it's just a bacteria thing. And she's just covering it up with this. So Yeah, that whole marketing thing is bullshit. All right, I need to change the battery on my camera real quick. All right, moving on. Uh, Ticket fees. Yeah, it's, I want to say just online fees are getting absurd, especially if you're like on Ticketmaster, the service fees, processing fees, absolutely insane. Same with Airbnb. I just feel like these Websites are becoming so popular and like these websites know, oh yeah, this is how people function now. And then they get greedy. This happens with everything. A lot of people were saying, you know, designer brands and the prices of this, the prices of that are all going up. It's because the companies know we get addicted to them or that's our preference now. That's how we function now. And they want to make more money. So they just start charging us more because we're still going to use the product. We still need to use the product. Just like, uh... With the streaming networks, people are saying streaming networks are a huge scam now. It was replacing cable where you had to buy this huge cable package, uh, you know, and you had to have a bunch of different shit. They're like, well, we could just stream and you have one streaming network that streams it all. Great. But now you have to have six different streaming networks. And sometimes someone even said this, where you have to pay a subscription for a streaming network and then still pay to watch something like 
Amazon Prime, you pay for Amazon Prime and then you still have to pay for the movie to watch. It's absolutely berserk, but we need it. We need it because that's how we function now. So the ticket fees, Airbnb fees, all that shit, they know that's just how we're going to function. So they're going to keep charging as much as they possibly can. A lot of times, if I'm only going to a place for like one or two nights, I book through, I do hotels now. Uh, Airbnbs I only do for long-term stays because they have a kitchen and that kind of balances out. If they have a kitchen and a washer and dryer for a week-long stay, I can actually make meals and save money there and wash clothes so I don't have to bring as many. But yeah, the fees, oh man, because you're like, oh great, tickets for this concert, it's only 80 bucks, but at the end you're paying like 150 because of all the bullshit that's happened. I agree. I agree. Ooh, someone said standardized tests. A thousand percent. That's bullshit. I sucked at standardized testing. And I think I've done pretty well in life. So if you fail at standardized testing, it's okay. Oh, I also hated it. Oh, I hated it so much. In high school, they'd be like, okay, if you get this score above on the standardized test, you get free. It was in and out for us, but you know, like a free meal a fast food meal this Friday and blah, blah, blah. And I'd always be the one that never got it. Like all my friends would get it and I never got it because I fucking suck at it. I sucked at standardized testing, but (laughs) I'm one of the most successful ones in the group. Hey, (laughs) yo, gotcha suckers. It was embarrassing. I felt ashamed, but I shouldn't have because that stuff is a scam. No, this one, I get it. I get the taxing thing. You know, we are taxed way too much. I will say, I'm going to go back. We do need to tax to an extent, but how it's functioning now is a scam. There we go. I brought it back around, y'all. I brought it back around. Someone said, literally property tax. I don't understand. I bought this plot and this house. Why am I still paying you? It does feel scamish. And I pay so much in property taxes. What's stupid is the property value is based on the value of your house. But so like if I had a shittier house, I wouldn't be paying as much as in property taxes. But that doesn't influence the land. Like if everything around us burnt down, all the property would be worth the same. Why is, why is this property worth more because I've put more on it? The house is worth more. That doesn't make the property worth more. It's, it's nutso. That is a scam. The way it's set up is a scam. I get that there's a property tax. Well, no, why am I, why am I being, I, we're just taxed on too much. We're taxed on too much. We're taxed for getting money. We're taxed for spending our money. Our, our employers are taxed for paying us. It's a whole fucking thing. I will say, the system is fucked, but we do need it a little bit somehow. It just needs to be revamped, right? <sighs> Glasses. Like, purchasing them, they are so expensive because, like, two um, companies control 90% of the market. This is actually for real. Glasses, like reading glasses not reading glasses, prescription glasses and sunglasses are all owned and manufactured in like the same place by the same company. They just put different logos on it and charge different things. You can get two pairs of sunglasses that are the exact same, but one just has a name brand logo on it and it's marked up a bagillion percent. It could be like a three, four, $500 pair of sunglasses. And this other one's like 40 bucks made from the same material, same polarized everything. It's just the logo that makes it different. And that is absolutely bullshit. But it's just, they have uh, this glasses companies, 
They've just monopolized it so no one can compete with them. It's, it's really ridiculous. I agree. It's a scam. I, I'm so glad I don't have to wear prescription glasses anymore because that was always so frustrating. I will say Warby Parker, I don't do brand deals with them anymore because I don't wear glasses. But when I did, I actually wore Warby Parker glasses and I did like them. They were cheaper and that wasn't, it, it, it always ended up being a better option than going into a store and finding glasses. <laughs> uh, someone said insurance bitches never want to cover the shit I pay them to protect. What the fuck, man? Yeah, it's insurances can definitely screw you over. They're a business. They don't actually want to pay you any money. They never actually want to cover anything. You have to fight tooth and nail for it, which is bullshit. It's absolutely bullshit, but they're a company and they want to make the most money as possible. So they just want to take your money every month and never give you any back. But on cars, it's illegal to not have insurance. It can help you if it's the exact right circumstances. I, I get so mad at it. You're right. It's a scam. Oh, I'm so glad someone said this one. Weddings, like big weddings, waste of money, LOL. I agree wholeheartedly. I've known people who have gotten married. Shocker, I know. But they've compared it. It's actually been compared by vendors and whatever. It's like been proven that if something is labeled wedding, like if you just go buy a white tablecloth, it'll be like $10, whatever. If it's labeled a wedding tablecloth, it'll be marked up to like $30 just because people pay so much for wedding shit. Abby and I have talked about it. I don't know if we'll ever get married just because it, it's just a thing. We're like, do we, do we want to? Is it a thing that we want to do? Or is it society's telling us that we want to do it? We're just trying to unwrap all that. And also it's like, do we want to pay for a wedding? Like I'm all down. I'm for paying for a party. I'll pay for a party all day, but I'd rather spend that money going to, to do something fun. People pay ridiculous amounts and it's, it gets absurd. I mean, I love when my friends throw extravagant weddings because then I go and have some f- freaking fun, but a lot of stuff is just marked up because it's a wedding and people think that they need to spend a lot of money on weddings. And then like people are like, oh, this is cheap. And like they put down the cheap ones. It's like, sorry, you don't want to spend money. What? The whole thing is stupid. The whole thing is absolutely stupid. I want to know when it, that started. Because weddings used to just be like a declaration of love. Blah, blah, blah. You go get married at a church and you have some cake. Easy peasy. And now they're just these huge, elaborate, you have to rent out the fanciest golf club place or wine vineyard, blah, 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 ballroom at the hotel. And then have like catered food and open bar. I, again, as a guest, absolutely love it. But why did that become a thing? I don't get it. Um, name brand versus generic brands at grocery stores. Yeah. There are actually some grocery store generic stuff that I actually enjoy more than a name brand. Again, name brands happen because of marketing. They make you believe it's better. People get stuck in their ways. Uh, if you look at like Benadryl, if you go to the store and look at Benadryl versus the generic Benadryl shit, like the na- the knockoff version, it's the exact same ingredients. It does the same thing. Just Benadryl costs more money because you know the name of it. Oh, it's a scam. It's a scam. Oh, we'll end on this one because we're, we're running out of time. The fact that you have to figure out your own taxes. So this is another place where taxes can be scammy. I will give you that. We need to have some sort of taxes. 
to function as a society, but this, that it's not perfectly done. And this is one where I've seen these memes a thousand times. The government's like, you owe us money and we know exactly how much you owe us. The person's like, okay, great. Tell me how much I'll pay it. And the government's like, no, you have to guess. And if you guess wrong, you're going to jail. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) It's, it's so dumb. Um, but again, then you're like, well, we're just going to blindly trust the government on how much we owe. I think it should be the government's like, based on our records, this is how much you owe us and why. And then you can go and look through things yourself if you really want to and be like, no, or yes, that sounds good. So uh, that is, that is scammy to me. That is definitely scammy to me. All right, guys, I think that's going to be it for today. This is a solo episode, so it's a little shorter. When I have guests, I talk a little longer. If you missed last week, JoJo Siwa is on last week, and it got real. It got vulnerable and open. JoJo just started talking about her insecurities, things she's regretted in her past, and it was one of our most genuine, real talks. It wasn't all just like, ah, boobs, sex positions. It was uh, a genuine conversation. Not that like we're ever fake, but it got... It got more deep than her and I have ever gotten on the podcast. We'll get deep in, you know, when the cameras are off because she's my little sister and we talk through life together, but uh, I've never seen her get that deep on, uh, openly deep on a podcast before. So if you want to go check that out, I highly suggest it. And yeah, uh, make sure you're checking out my main channels. Subscribe to see this podcast weekly or hear this podcast weekly. Let me know down below if there's anything you'd ever want me to talk about, people you'd like to have on. Uh, things as that such, because this is for your entertainment. So I'd like to entertain you. Please let me know how I can do so legally and something I'd actually want to do. (laughs) Okay. I love you guys. You're wonderful, beautiful humans. And I will see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet where you can find the uncensored version of me, Rachel Ballinger. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please like, subscribe, or follow, or do whatever this platform tells you to do so that you can get notified every time I post a new episode. Love ya! Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.